0: You ever heard the phrase, there's a sucker born every minute? No. Really? Yeah, it was the first time hearing it. That's insane. People always say P.T. Barnum said that. Okay. Yeah. There's a sucker born every minute. It's like the, um, you know, the con man's credo, you know? Uh, There's no actual proof he said that also, which is very funny. Because it kind of, like, builds that lore a bit, huh? Um, Do you think his people had the greatest showman made?
1: Like, his ancestors were like... I never saw the
0: movie. I don't know what the hell... I don't know.
1: It's about P.T. Barnum, but he's played by Hugh Jackman, and it's a musical. Interesting. Dark, we gotta get Wolverine in here to clean up
0: great-grandfather's image. P.T. Barnum, uh, I think famously also had, like, the... uh, What was it? There was, like, a mermaid. The fucking... Some kind of mermaid. Whatever. Anyways. (laughs) In wrestling news... As of Wednesday, but not announced until Friday, Vinnie Mac stepped down.
1: Oh, yeah? Yeah. That's exciting.
0: Yeah. Also a contender for The Greatest Showman. I mean, the biggest con man of our generation, excluding, you know, maybe like, you know, what people may say about like a uh, Elon Musk figure. Or oh, something absolutely. Like that. Yeah. But like this is, that's a Carney. Oh, yeah. No,
1: definitely. You know? I mean, that's the most famous carney thing ever is yeah professional wrestling
0: and I bring it up because obviously he's stepping down amidst uh, the allegations right now sexual mm-hmm. of, the, of the sexual flavor persuasion um very interesting you know people talking about being a showman to the very end that he would retire on wednesday but wait until friday when the stock markets are closed <laughs> that's so funny <laughs> uh there are other people talking about how you know the wall street journal is in the midst of doing a pretty in-depth investigation and people are like i wonder if they pulled some of their skeletons out of the old closet and he's getting you know because he had always maintained and people in his circle had maintained that he would never really said it but they were like oh yeah like this is like his life he, i mean the only way that he's ever going to step down from this position is if he like dies in oh, a yeah. gorilla position, you know, <laughs> like most people in the business are like, yeah, he's going to have a heart attack while calling a match, you know. <laughs> like, <laughs> Do you
1: think uh, wrestlers are going to stop dying at the ripe old age of 52 now that he's gone?
0: I don't know. I mean, I've seen, you know, I I don't want to like a, uh, an expert on the, the current product, but I mean, I've seen this, the, the, you know, what the TV matches look like. Mm-hmm. And at least at that level in the WWE, it kind of seems like... They definitely take a lot more care and making sure nobody's really like, you know, at the level of risk that they once were. Okay. You know, Um, but they're all still
1: like, like I mean, are they going to be like no longer independent contractors and like? I mean, that stuff all depends. I mean,
0: it really depends. Right now, so who's taking over is Stephanie McMahon. Oh, that's not good. And uh, Nick Khan. Um, That's
1: not good. Listen to his last name.
0: but anyways uh yeah i don't know that that's that's all i mean who knows you know i mean i think that'd be a great thing for their image you know i mean something else that's on my mind is you know the fact that they're moving towards tv 14 away from pg which seems like an odd move amidst the allegations like i feel like the reactionary thing that they would do would be to try to like pg the product even more yeah we get that but anyways that's neither here nor there um I bring up conman, men, uh, and specifically Vince McMahon, because, what's uh, a good way to put this? Here's a billionaire, someone who's generated quite a bit of money.
1: Is he a billionaire? Oh, yeah. Oh.
0: Oh, yeah. The WWE's been like a billion dollar industry since like the mid-90s or something. Yeah, I but think, does he have one billion dollars? I can look up his exact exact net worth real quick. I know his wife was literally in Trump's presidential cabinet. Oh, was she? That's yeah.
1: very funny. Yeah. It's very upsetting.
0: Yeah. Make Vince McMahon net worth. Two point four billion dollars. Fuck, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Insane. Yeah. Disgusting. Insane. I mean, you know, we'll get into the skeletons in a minute. But uh you know, for wrestling to go from something that like when 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 Monday Night Raw started, do you know what they were holding those events out of? Uh Oh. high school gymnasium okay i was gonna yeah. say
1: all little caesars but that, no. that's just as good
0: <laughs> no i mean it's just insane like that's the thing that always boggles my mind about wrestling is that you know in the early 20th century it was something that happened in cornfields yeah and people loved it it was this big thing where like you know there's a little territory mm-hmm. here a little territory there and then you know just crooking it up just just as crooked as possible vince McMahon. Like a, like a fucking like like a like a like a carney. Yeah, uh, uh, no, I mean a Carnegie or something. Like a Dale Carnegie <laughs> of, of, of wrestling. Yeah. I think like his father's like one stipulation of like giving the WWE to or F at the time to him was like just don't fuck with the territories. And then like ten years later he's like, Nah, fuck it, I'm buying all these territories up. Anyways, um
1: hey, I hey, for the record, I don't like Vince McMahon.
0: No. I think he's a bad guy. Yeah.
1: Coolest thing I've ever seen anyone do is that one time ECW came on and it was him and he went hey I bought ECW now it's WWE <laughs> WCW WCW sorry
0: but um but yeah insane I mean yeah I mean just to think about like uh the 80s Hulk Hogan uh, Randy Savage you know the 90s Bret Hart, Shawn Michaels, Stone Cold Steve Austin The Rock Mankind, Randy Orton John Cena name four more Rey Mysterio, the big show, The Undertaker. Um, I have one more, right? I already said Randy Orton. I already said John Cena. Well, right now I guess you could kind of say... Eugene. Oh. Oh, you're getting to the skeletons too early. <laughs> but anyways, underneath all of that, all of the Cindy Lauper and Mr. T and Mike Tyson's here this week, underneath all that, you know, you have things like the Jimmy Superfly Snuka. Wife murder cover-up, or uh, the Pat Patterson uh, molesting, raping, sexually assaulting, ring boys, undercard talent, even some prominent names in the industry. Um, You
1: have all three seasons of Dark Side of the Ring happening.
0: (laughs) You have Vince McMahon's own rape allegations and affair, cover-up allegations, and, you know, abuse of power, yada, 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 the steroid trial. Yep. Yep. Um,
1: And honestly, who gives a shit if pro wrestlers are doing steroids right?
0: (laughs) Well, I think it goes into the thing you're talking about of dying at the ripe age of 52. I think it's one of those things where, like,
1: you know, just ends up (laughs) contributing to, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. I think,
1: I mean, I've done no research. Mm -hmm. But from what I understand about steroids, if you use them, what's the word I'm looking for? If you use them (laughs) responsibly steroids can be extremely beneficial for you and well yeah make you jacked but if you abuse them like any other drug yeah they will fucking kill you but I think if you're just like right before you go to the gym once a week
0: I'm just kidding I don't know I don't know how often you should be taking steroids neither do I and I'd like to not comment but um okay but yeah I mean the, the, the the whole industry is mired in you know all kinds of controversy okay you know even Mr. Stone Cold Steve Austin, I don't mean to speak what? ill, but there was, yeah, I mean, there was a point where uh, he was both a drug addict and an alcoholic at the peak of his fame and was oh. just out of his mind, and there were multiple uh, domestic abuse calls oh, no. and charges filed, and yeah, oh, Stone yeah. Cold, no. Yeah. Um, or even just the other day, I mean, I'm not, I I would say it seems like inappropriate, but <laughs> even Mick Foley, the, you know, the the... I would like to call him the big papa, but like I don't mean it in the in the in the notorious BIG way. He's just such a cuddly big bear of a nice yeah. man. Uh, Mick Foley. Uh you know, I also refer to him as the Kevin Smith of wrestling sometimes. Uh yeah, when Vince uh, you know announced his retirement it was like, Thank you, Vince, you know, without you I wouldn't have a career and like big Instagram posts and stuff like that. And it's like, Yeah, but there's also a lot of stuff going on right now that like Yeah. It's just one of those things. So yeah, I mean, that's not a big thing, but you know, there are definitely yeah, as I said, I mean Jimmy Snuka murdered his wife. Uh, Ric Flair, Chris Benoit, Chris Benoit. But anyways, um, remember when the Ultimate
1: Warrior retired and just went around to high schools and stuff in a suit, going, "Black people are
0: bad." He also did not like gays. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That guy was bad. Yeah. And then he got inducted to the WWE Hall of Fame, got off stage, had a heart attack, and died. It is crazy that he died a couple days later. No, I think it was right after. Yeah. No, I think I think what happened is he got inducted, made the speech, came out on like Raw or something like the next night, and then gave a big speech and everyone went, yay, we forgive you for being a racist. And then he got in his car and his heart exploded. <laughs> and I saw that and I went, cool.
0: Yeah. Now, this is not a wrestling podcast. Oh, it's not? No. Oh. Why on earth would we be talking about con men and skeletons and closets and all these awful things about fraudsters and, and the like? Why? Well, it's going to mess up the natural flow of this podcast usually, but, but today we're talking about a couple of the biggest con men of all time, because we watched a certain movie based on them.
1: We sure did, Chris. Yeah, we did. It's a movie you and I both are pretty fond of. Uh huh. Except for, I guess, this last time that we watched it.
0: Yeah. So without further ado. Uh-huh. Eating Soup Alone is a podcast hosted by me, Christopher Crumlin, and co-hosted by Nicholas Johnson. We try our best to ramble incoherently about a handful of movies at least once a week.
1: It's The Conjuring. We watched The Conjuring.
0: Yep. Rabbit out of the hat. As part of our summer of Spielberg, we watched The Conjuring. <laughs> This one says Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2.
1: Okay, then obviously
0: it's the wrong one. Chris. <laughs> All right. The Conjuring 2013, directed by big time famous cool guy James Wan. The Conjuring stars Patrick Wilson and Vera Farmiga? Farmiga. Farmiga. Uh, as notorious con artists, Ed and Lorraine Warren. When the parents a mild-mannered Midwest family with eight daughters, move into their big, stanky new house. Something strange starts to happen to them. Something strange in the neighborhood, indeed. Yeah. For instance, their dog immediately dies before entering the house. Scared, confused, and tired of playing the clap game, the uh, parents enlist the help of infamous extortionist Ed and Lorraine Warren. The Warrens show up, fuck around a little bit, <laughs> wrench on the old Cadillac, and the ghosts leave. The end. Seven out of ten all right chris what's your experience with the conjuring i saw the conjuring in theater oh yeah yes what was that like uh i saw it in theater with um with my uh then girlfriend it was the first date i'd ever gone on and um in the middle of seeing the film i got a text and i checked in the movie theater and it was a picture of my stepmom had sent me of a cake that they had baked that said you know congrats on your first date oh that's so cute Yeah, I think they were ribbing me a little bit. Oh, no, absolutely. Yeah. A lot of it. They were. Yeah. Um, and I just remember I saw it, and um, uh, it's one of my favorite things about seeing horror movies on opening nights is it's always a packed house, mm-hmm. it feels like, and uh, people are audible. Um, I know I-, I personally don't like when people are like having a conversation yeah, in the movie theater, but I do like when people are vocal about what they're seeing, kind of a thing. Like just like rowdy. Like I, I'm not a, I'm not opposed to like the Rocky Horror Picture Show treatment necessarily, yeah. not to say that that's that, but I just mean that thing. Like you know, if you're into it, and because like I remember behind me, like the first time you see the witch, it got kind of quiet, and I just remember hearing someone go, "Oh, she hit."
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think my like, my favorite <laughs> moments of being in a movie theater. The past couple times I've seen a movie are that like yeah. when we saw uh, Scream Five. Yeah, and that guy's daughter was talking the whole time. Mm-hmm. Great. Right? Or sorry, we I probably have said both of these on the podcast because these are movies I've seen for the show. Um, or when I saw the Batman and that guy gets shot, and Batman looks up and looks up at the streetlight and goes, "We'll bring him out into the light." A guy <laughs> two seats down from me goes, "Oh shit!"
0: <laughs> um, and then subsequently, um, yeah, I, I liked this movie. Um, despite always taking a bit of points off, I mean, we'll talk about eventually uh, for um, just kind of like some modern horror kind of like aesthetic or like whatever you want to call it that I just don't care for. Mm -hmm. Um, But that aside, I've always maintained that it's a pretty solid outing for this era of horror films. Now I will go a step further and say perhaps at that time, but subsequently a 24 has kind of rocked the game as far as I'm concerned. Mm-hmm. And I, th- I feel like I've been a bit spoiled, and it's it's perhaps a little hard to look back on the Conjuring as favorably as I have in the past, just because I've seen so many good outings from them now. Yeah. Um. But I have seen this film quite a quite a quite a few times. Yeah. Oh yeah. Quite a few times. I mean, I, I you know the first time we 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 cohabitated, I can remember watching it. You know, at least three times. There's no way I yeah. didn't see it at least three times. I remember one time showing it to my sister and her boyfriend. Uh, He had, like, a projection. We were just sitting in, like, one of those, like, screened-in tents in his, like, family's big farmhouse yard, you know? Um, I mean, I think twice this year, even, we've seen it, perhaps. Oh, yeah, no, for sure. I think
1: we watched it, like, six months ago or something like that. Yeah.
0: And um, I'll get more into it in a moment, but I will say I personally have always been interested in the occult, the unexplained... Um, ghosts. Uh, like Fox Mulder, I think the best way to put it, but with separate emph- emphasis, there's something specific I'm, I'm emphasizing here. I want to believe. But the farther I've delved into those things, the 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 more jaded and cynical I've become about them. Mm-hmm. I'm not necessarily like an outright, like, I gotta prove everybody is a fraud, but like, when I'm watching those shows, I'm like, yeah, this is kind of scary, but also, like, they ain't no fucking way. Yeah. There's a part of me that still is like, they could be ghosts. But there's a larger part of me that's like, eh, they probably ain't no ghosts, mm-hmm. you know. But anyways, before we get into all that, you know, how about how about your your conjuring? Remember the first time you saw it? Like, uh, I do. Yeah. It was with you. Oh yeah, you, I made you.
1: Yeah. Okay. You and I used to live together. I don't know if you remember this when we were like 20,
0: 21. Yeah. I was fat and hammered. Uh, I was skinny and hammered well like i have in costello or whatever yeah i'm the which one's the bigger one i don't know okay
1: um i'm yeah. the drake to your josh exactly um thank you for making yourself drake um
0: oh yeah never mind i'm the josh to your. Drake. no don't do that to me no um <laughs> isn't josh the one that's like hug me brother yeah but drake's yeah. the one that's a, that's a predator <laughs> uh yeah um Anyway, yeah, we lived together we like, 2021.
1: 20, it's the first time I was out on my own. And just... Welcome to paradise. Welcome to paradise, exactly. And I'd like to say I was had a better head on my shoulders at that age um, than I did, but no, I would come home for my pizza delivery job or film school or whatever uh, and just be high. Like, just, that's all I did every single day for those 12 months. Um, and while that was happening, you got me into horror movies, Because I had never been into them, and uh, I think I've talked about it on this podcast before. I played through PT. It was the scariest thing that ever happened to me. It was so scary. Things became less scary in my life, and I learned to enjoy horror movies and you're showing me these freddies and you're showing me these jasons and I'm like okay these are fine and then uh, you showed me the conjurer you're like this movie's really good and also it's got that song from Ryan Gosling's band in it and I oh, went yeah, yeah. well sign me up <laughs> and we watched it and I'm 20 years old stony baloney on this couch and I'm like chris this is the best horror movie I've ever seen yeah. and you're like you're probably just it's good but you're probably just you know stony baloney and I went okay, yeah, maybe. And then when I watched it again another time, I was like, okay, yeah, this isn't as hard as I thought it was, but this is still pretty good. Uh, And, yeah, like you said, I've seen it a lot of times since then. I think this movie, yeah, like you said, I don't don't like that it has set off the trend of horror movies that it has specifically, like, the Conjuring Universe
0: movies. I think, I looked it up the other day, I'm pretty sure it's the second highest grossing horror franchise of all time. Yeah,
1: it's insane. It is the only, like... Like everyone like is doing like the cinematic universe thing because of Marvel. Yeah. I think this is the only one besides Marvel that has worked. Like they're <laughs> yeah. making yeah. and people are going to go see it and be like, eh, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Um. But yeah, and just horror movies are kind of like that now. But I still really appreciate this movie.
0: Yeah, I'll sing its praises eventually. Yeah. But um, first, I'm going to talk about conning the art of con.
1: Oh right. Um. But. Yeah, I still we watched it last night yeah. or a couple nights ago, and I think it was twofold that we have seen this movie very recently. Yeah, and two we were both kind of on our phones and showing each other uh, memes and stuff the entire yeah. time, so it wasn't really hidden. And yeah. we had just watched uh, the other movie as yeah. well. We did a double feature, so that could be it. Yeah. But I don't know. I th- I think this movie still is still good. Yeah. Um, I think in my mind though, I might like two more. Yeah. We can talk about that later, but
0: yeah. Okay, so right off the bat, I think always one of the most egregious things has just been their portrayal of Ed and Lorraine. Yes, that is not good it's because bad. they really portray throughout this whole movie as them as like upstanding Christian citizen, uh, citizens, people, individuals, um, and specifically a couple that just seems to fall more and more in love with each other every movie. It's yeah. kind of a love story. It's really a love is. trilogy. Um, top to bottom in all of these films pretty much all lies from what i've been able to gather
1: yeah like i like that if it was just this one and maybe the second one yeah i'd be fine with that because it's very clearly like hey this is just a romanticized yeah they just just, they just have their names pretty much that's it yeah and it's you know the quote-unquote based on a true story where it's like you know what that means yeah but then you get to three yeah which i'd love to watch and shit on for this Where it's like, hey, we helped this guy who's on trial for murder because we knew he was possessed by the devil. Yeah. And in real life, it's like, no, that guy seriously murdered some people. Yeah. And his... They're
0: probably relatives that are still alive
1: <laughs> yes and these people are still alive and like you can read interviews with that family where yeah. the younger brother was possessed first and they're like no my brother has a very serious mental illness yeah they and the sued warrens, the warrens and the warrens came yeah. in and exploited that yeah. like so yeah fuck the warrens uh, yeah into their garbage um
0: yeah just top to bottom i mean um first of all i've i've, I've just heard a lot of talk of ed being very verbally and physically abusive to lorraine don't like that um i've also heard uh that famously there's a woman i her name escapes me right now but she's sewer, suing uh new line cinema i think is who puts these down mm-hmm. uh, because she alleges that at, like, at the age of 15 she started a sexual relationship with ed and like he moved her into the house and she became pregnant and lorraine made her go get an abortion and yada 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 um, as for these tales, individually, the the, the Amityville Horror, um, never read the book, but I can tell you the movie is one of the worst movies I've ever seen. Cool. It's very bad. It's Which just, one? The the original. It, sh- it stars Josh Brolin's dad? Okay. Name's like John Brolin or something? or Jim? Derek Brolin. I, don't think I just Derek. made that up. It'd be funny if his dad's yeah. name was Derek. Uh, atrocious movie, but the funny thing about it is that it pretty much follows the same basic outline and premise of this movie except oh, it's yeah? the dad who wants to kill everybody Ooh. so Excellent. in my opinion that's a nice bit of like just personal I'm like okay it seems like the Ed and Lorraine's rolling the town they're like yep we've seen this before here's what this is and then you know like they've got that story they've got the horror yeah like this is what a haunted house is you know have I seen what now the Ryan Reynolds one I have when I was a child yeah I haven't seen it as an adult but yeah is as it a better than the other one uh yeah I don't know. I hear it's notoriously bad, but I haven't yeah. seen any of them. Um, <clears throat> the Amityville horror case is a very disturbing case. Yeah. Not the spooky haunted part that's 100% made up. Like, there are literally, like, people who, like, you know, like, the guy who I think wrote the book alleges that Ed, when confronted with inconsistencies as he was writing the book, was like, just make it up and make it scary. Yeah. Yeah. That's fun. Um, There are also, like, lawyers who were involved in the case, because I think that family even sued for, like, the emotional damage brought on by, like, all of the attention for, like, them basically lying and being like, hey, like, let's drop this kind of thing. That that could be a, a horrible misinterpretation of what I actually read. But I know that that, like, one of the lawyers in the case alleged that, like, he was around for the conception of this lie over many, many bottles of wine is one of the famous quotes thrown around. But anyways as for the parents um and most cases uh, it seems like it's usually like a marriage in turmoil and it's kind of like one of those like jesus-y things where they show up and they're like it's the devil at work that's why mm-hmm. this marriage isn't working that kind of a thing which if true like i said it's very hard to find concrete information about the para- parents and like their their marital status i'll admit all of that all of this is absolutely hearsay but if it were abusive to any degree. And then there's also that scene in the movie where she's like, where'd I get all these bruises? Like that's, <laughs> <laughs> I don't like that. No, that's what <laughs> yeah. I'm going to say, <laughs> But anyways, um, as you said, yeah, like, the Devil Made Me Do It case, uh, that gentleman didn't even make it to trial with that argument, uh, and also, as we stated... That's
1: my favorite part of the movie, yeah. is it ends with him on trial, Yeah, and then it just fades out like they did nothing.
0: Yeah, I know, I love that, like, Ed, uh, they write in that, like, speech he gives about how, like, atrocious it is, that, like, people don't believe in God in the courts, and if they did, they should also accept the... The devil. The devil and demons and stuff like that, and they're like, yep, dismissed, like... <laughs>
1: feel like, that's my... It's my... The thing I hate the most about that movie is like Patrick Wilson is a little bigger in it and like they do his hair a little different so he looks more like the real Ed because times are changing and yeah. it's like the 80s now or whatever and Vera Farmiga looks like Lorraine Warren and she dresses like her and stuff like that so they look like them and yeah. I'm like mm-mm because I, I just think of those pictures of yeah. the actual people I've seen and those actual con men. Yeah. what I like about this one and the second one is Ed and Lorraine Warren are characters in a movie. Yeah. That's how I feel about them, because I love them in these movies. Yeah, I think they're great, but I know I, I would never in a million years, like, I don't even think of them in the same yeah. breath, like, when I watch these movies. Yeah. Uh,
0: also, for example, the second movie, which we'll eventually talk about, that's something that notoriously everybody involved was like, yeah, the Warren showed up for, like, a day. Yeah. Yeah you know and the family didn't even allow them in the house that's so funny when they did show up you know and also it's notoriously like they like caught the sisters like making all that shit up mm-hmm. very publicly yeah that dude we'll, we'll talk about it when we watch this yeah we'll one. talk about it when we watch the second one but let's get into the movie the movie starts with the annabelle doll which famously is another con five years prior to them <laughs> coming out with that story a little show called the twilight zone Oh, Uh, yeah. With an episode called The Living Doll. Fun. So, uh, you know, I'm not going to necessarily connect those two dots, but they're there. The thing I
1: don't get about the Annabelle stuff. Yeah. And I've seen bits and pieces of the other Annabelle movies. Mm -hmm. It's always these people being like... Well, we found this doll, and we thought it was nice, so we brought it home. And then it cuts to Annabelle, and it's the scariest thing (laughs) I've
0: ever seen in real life—just a raggedy Ann doll. I don't know if that would have necessarily worked.
1: No, probably not. But But, something in between these two.
0: Yeah, it is. That is my first major criticism. Always has been, is that like, I hate when horror movies go out of their way to like make. It creepy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying?
1: Like, the Annabelle doll in this movie, even if it wasn't scary... Yeah. If I wasn't afraid of that thing... It, it just looks like fishing.
0: something you'd buy at Spirit Halloween. Spirit Halloween. It does. Yeah.
1: But, like, if it's the 70s and Spirit Halloween doesn't exist and yeah. stuff like that doesn't exist and, like, this isn't something that, like, would scare me. Yeah. Looking at that doll, I'm like, this is... Um, garbage yeah it's covered in dirt and it's all broken yeah. so i'm gonna leave it here on the
0: ground you remember those two dolls that i had in the attic because they were my great great aunts mm-hmm. from like the early 20th century and the, oh, yeah, those that's... are creepy like why not use one of those like try to find like an antique doll that looks like something like that yeah like at least that looks like believably like a product of somebody who made a thing mm-hmm. that wasn't just intended to be like Wah. but anyways uh nice i like this i like you know, in horror movies, I do like the uh, it's you know almost like a like a like a Superman serial or something like that. You usually have like the hero in the middle of one quest, like fighting Doctor yes. Freeze. I was gonna say, Mister like, Freeze, and then
1: it's a uh, it's classic Pixar. Pixar yeah. loves to do it. They're like, yeah, we like to show you or your main characters in action as yeah. soon as the movie starts. So mm-hmm. That's what this movie does. So yeah, like, hey, and podcasts. it also
0: starts out with one of the spookiest, whether it's true or not. Obviously, for a film, suspend your disbelief. One of my 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 favorite concepts and one of the spookiest concepts in, like, quote-unquote, demonology, I guess. Uh, that thing where, like, they're like, yeah, it's, like, there's a little girl named Annabelle Higgins. And she said to us, like, hey, we want to inhabit the doll. And we said, why not, Annabelle Higgins? Go on. And then, like, Patrick Wilson just, like, eases his head in a phrase and he's, like, frame. And he's like, all right, ghosts don't have the power to do that. This is a demon and like there's just something very spooky about that concept to me always has been when like, those... people are like well i've been talking to my great grandma and they're like ghosts go to heaven or hell only demons inhabit this realm and you're like and they're like they you know take on familiar and you know like unassuming like children like kind of mm. forms to get you to acknowledge them and like pay attention to them because it's less threatening than if they were like i'm beelzebub you know spooky it's spooky i do love that all the ghost experiencers are southern i guess
1: oh yeah sorry I'm gonna keep doing that oh I love it <laughs> like it's a demon only demons in this realm like, oh yeah. heavens <laughs> uh, <laughs> what I found out the other day yeah I was looking up cowboy slang like you do yeah uh, to say, did you know that cowboys to say hurry up would say get a wiggle on huh I love that partner we're burning daylight get a wiggle on
0: you know where the uh, phrase whippersnapper comes from I don't yeah in the 17th century apparently unemployed men to kill time would just hang around cracking whips yeah <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> just hanging around crack whips, just no one saying anything just whoosh,
0: yeah whoosh. so anyways i think next the warrens move into or the the parents move into the house correct the Big stinky house yeah. yeah big stinky house this is another praise that i'll sing of, of the film um I do like you just kind of hang out with this family. You kind mm-hmm. of get to care about it. They have eight daughters, so I don't know any of their names. Yeah. Except I remember one saying Nancy a lot. Yes, one of them for sure is called Nancy. Yeah. But they're they're, they're good, you know. They're hanging out. I think they're having pizza the first night or something like that. They might even play the clap game, you know. And, mm-hmm. and the mom's like, oh, you guys don't even know this house that well. Don't be doing that. They find their water heater, which is strange. Oh, yeah. Do they they find the little basement right that night? Yeah, and he's like, like oh no, like, oh, look at all this shit down here. I guess this
1: is where the boiler is, and didn't yeah. they have to like kick open a wall to find it or something? Yeah, like don't
0: that? you think the, uh, the the guy who's like selling the house would be like, yeah, the only problem is uh, we can't find the boiler heater, so the water yeah. heater. Yeah, anyway.
1: I, 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 I guess I think what it is is they, I think they say it later, like we can't afford to move or whatever. Yeah, but I don't know, Dad, whatever that character that actor's name is, who I recognize from a bunch of stuff, but I can't place him. His anywhere. name is
0: Ron Livingston, I think. Yes
1: ron livingston is like uh oh, well geez i'm a truck driver and i don't make a lot of money and i got eight daughters so i can only afford this big stinky house that they told me nothing about
0: i also recognize the uh mother from uh the x-files she's in a, an episode of the oh, x-files nice. yeah anyways um yeah they are doing their thing uh dog won't go in the house which is a classic uh they decide to fuck on the first night oh yeah so they wake up in the morning and she's like as we mentioned earlier where did all these bruises come from i think she said something like you really gave it to me huh? or something like that yeah you know, i love this whole movie she's like where all these bruises come
1: from and then you cut to 20 minutes of the movie where she's playing the clap game bumping into literally everything in the house
0: <laughs> um and eventually we cut to the warrens or i think oh yeah i think we missed in the beginning that they're giving like that that speech which i do really like yeah yeah
1: um like what do people call you you know whack japs, yeah cuckoos yeah and then uh I just, I do love the big yellow on black title card that, yeah. like, scrolls up to, like, blah, blah, blah. I can't even remember what it says. They're like, spooky, spooky, scary, spooky.
0: Yeah. Um, I do like also, here's another thing that I'll definitely give the horror movie Uh, in most horror movies, is they do show Ed and Lorraine taking house calls where they're like, nah, this is just leaky pipes. Love it, yeah. Yeah.
1: Like, nine, nine times out of ten, not a ghost.
0: Yeah, I, I do like that. Because, uh, again, it, it just establishes a sense of reality. Um maybe like stakes would be a good place to put it suddenly the other thing is even more believable because you're like oh shit they don't even bullshit you know but they'd be bullshit they did not even know where their water heater was yeah uh i will also say this i think you know it's something that like uh i think maybe could have done this movie some good is if they didn't whitewash the warrens so much if they were perhaps also flawed i mean it could have the same effect I'm not saying, like, to the full extent, like, just be like, this is a child rapist. But, you know what I mean? Have them, like, not be so perfect.
1: I get that, yeah. Yeah.
0: I mean. But I do,
1: I just, I, I do love that these two characters are perfect. Yeah. And it does, it, I, it's so, uh, it's, it's it's tricky because, yeah, the, the, the it sucks because the real Warrens suck. But yeah. I love movie Warrens so
0: much. Yeah. Um, yeah. Eventually, what is the spooky stuff leading up to the Warrens eventually?
1: Uh, all the clocks stop. Oh, right. Um,
0: Daddy goes out of town. Daddy goes out of town. Horrifying. Because yeah, the she wakes stinks. up to some noise. The mother does.
1: No, I think she wakes up because the girl keeps getting tugged out of her bed a little bit. Yeah. And she wakes up. She's like, Nancy, stop farting. And she's yeah. like, it's not me. It's you. And then she goes... Oh, God, someone's behind the door. No, that's oh, no, later Ron, dad's home. Yeah, Ron's yeah. still there. Um, no, the mom
0: just wakes up to some noise, and she, like, starts to get up, and then she hears, like, a bunch of crashing, and, like, all the fucking photos are, like, down the stairs mm-hmm. and shit, and then she hears noises deeper into the house, and she's, like, turning on lights, and there's, like, a phone right there, and I'm, like, I know the cops would take, like, 20 minutes to get here, but, like, you best be thinking someone's in the house and not ghost already. Call the cops. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I don't get that in movies, whenever, like, someone thinks someone's broken into the house. Yeah. People go, who's there? Yeah
1: get out of here it's like yeah. no you don't do you don't do that yeah you call and then you hide
0: yeah she eventually gets lured into the basement pushed down the stairs she's yeah. lighting the matches and stuff like that the match part little gimmicky but up until that for sure very spooky the hands behind her clap. so good yeah yeah
1: because she played clap game earlier and got <clears> spooked <throat> by yeah because the little
0: boy ghost love mm-hmm. clap clap game um and little then boy yeah ghost
1: good ghost i like him Yeah. Like, he's a good guy. I mean, not like, oh, that's a good ghost. I mean, he's like, oh, he's a well-spirited, means-well ghost.
0: But, uh, yeah, yeah, eventually there is the stinky fart stuff and the pulling of the leg and that there's a man in the corner. That's spooky. Um, And eventually this pushes the mom to the breaking point. She goes to the Warrens. She's like, I think you might be able to help us. And they come, and that's also spooky because they got all the doors tied up because they're like, what the fuck is all of this? And they're like, oh, well, is the only way to keep the doors from banging at night. And then she's like, "What's up with this clock? The time's wrong." And she's like, "All them clocks stop at three oh seven. Don't know why." And there's like everybody's got mattresses in the living room because they're all sleeping together and stuff. Yeah, this family's down bad. Mm-hmm. And as I'll, we've mentioned before, another thing that raises the stakes that I like. Um, but again, I've already touched on it. It is it is always spooky when the family's down bad, and then like it's like, how could this day get any worse? Oh, what if there were a million ghosts in your house? Yeah. <laughs> but also, it does in the real world sense when they're inspired by true stories. It, it is usually that thing where it's like you know, just a community of people being like, damn, how could one family be down so bad? And someone's like, I'll tell you how, it's the work of the devil. Yeah. You know what I mean? It sucks that like some of the scariest shit does have roots in like just insane Christian kind of like trying to explain away, like trying to explain away the evils of of the world. I mean, even like just down to demons kind of a thing. The idea is scary to me. And then I have to remember like, oh yeah, that's right. Because of a thousand, two thousand years of crazy catholic just Mm -hmm. awful awful awful
1: leviticus and all that (laughs) um also youngest daughter comes in with a weird music box with a mirror in it
0: yeah and she uh
1: they go where'd you find that what's
0: his name lori or something or rory rory he's like he's the clap ghost yeah um
1: yeah like where'd you find that she went outside by that tree that looks like it's against god
0: yeah i will say in terms of them being shitty i do like that ed is usually short and shitty to most people like especially the dad, Ed. Yeah, I don't know what you mean. Uh, there's just a lot of scenes where he's like, uh, like just the one that comes to mind. But it does happen a couple of times. Is like uh, when he's like sitting up the camera, and he's like, "You mean you caught evidence on that thing?" And he's like, "Well, yeah, that's 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 kind of the whole thing."
1: Yeah, that's a great point. Yeah,
0: and it is weird. I d- <laughs> or like later on when he's like, "You mean like vampires?" And he's like, "Yeah, except." I don't believe in vampires. You know, just a lot of little things like that.
1: Yeah, I, 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 do, I do like that because Ron let me in this movie the entire time. Like his wife is like yeah. tied to a chair like spitting out blood and he's like, are you telling me ghosts are real?
0: (laughs) They do treat him like the dumbest man who's ever lived.
1: Because he is. He might be.
0: Yeah. Uh, I think, you know, Ed and Lorraine hang out for a little while. They interview them. They realize there's no audio on the tape whenever the mom speaks. They go try to talk to the Catholic Church. Yada, yada, yada. There's also this whole B-plot with, like, Lorraine having just performed an exorcism down in the bayou or some shit. And she's, like, quote-unquote, lost her mojo in some way. And... uh, Every
1: time she sees something, takes a little piece. Yeah. She saw something took a big
0: piece that's enough but then they like inject it with the whole thing with the daughter do they yeah because the she sees the daughter in the the lake and then like you oh and then in the climax you go all the way to the the house and she's being like terrorized by bathsheba Bathsheba because that's the worst part of this movie is not only trying to get this mom which i thought bathsheba was like possessing the mom so i don't know i guess it's not a leap for a ghost to inhabit two places at one time but in another way it feels like it is
1: she's possessing the house Okay. Why does she want to go possess the Warrens' house? And also, how does she get there? How do ghosts travel? Yeah. Um, yeah, all that it's stuff just was not unnecessary. Necessary. You just get that scene of her in the rocking chair with yeah. Annabelle, and it's like, that's bad. Yeah. I don't like it.
0: Didn't need it. Yeah. Did not need it. It
1: does set up, though, two, because spoilers, but in two, the nun is what she sees when they're talking in this movie. Okay that's what spooked and scared her and so it's still haunting her up yeah. until two okay um which is cool but didn't need all the their daughter stuff no also i i think that's very weird about this movie while they're hanging out with the family and making pancakes and stuff like that they're like oh what a nice family this is wonderful and they're hanging laundry and like this could be us someday, couldn't it? It's like, you have a daughter. Yeah. You could go home and have this right now if you'd like.
0: <laughs> that is also, like, an unintended, as much as they tried to make them the perfect family, they also made them, like, absentee parents. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> who leave their daughter with the grandma all the time.
1: Inside ghost house. Yeah.
0: Um. But, yeah, you do get a lot of, like, them hanging out and fixing up a Cadillac and shit like that. Um... There's the time when the mother and the youngest daughter are home alone and they play the clap game and the the, the wardrobe opens on its own and the hands come out and the clap and there's nothing back there. Later on we find out that was Rory's hiding spot. Mm -hmm. Um, There's also the scene, I don't remember exactly when it happens, where for a split second the camera zooms in on the witch just like on yeah, top that's of the great. wardrobe. Very I love spooky. that because yeah.
1: everything in this movie up until this point has been like, you know, shit falling off the wall or like yeah. those hands coming out or whatever. Yeah. And then this girl just starts sleepwalking. I'm like, oh, get back to bed, get back to bed. Yeah. And then one of them's looking up because earlier you get the girl looking behind the door and there's nothing there. Yeah. But she sees it and this uh, she's looking up and then it just like really quickly pushes up and zooms yeah. on her just gargoyling on top of the dresser. It's yeah. right. Big old Bathsheba. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <clears throat> Um, eventually they do, like, research into the house, and there's this whole thing about how, like, Bathsheba used to live there, who was a real person. A witch? Was not a witcher in real life. okay. Yeah, she had some kids who might have died on their way to, like, the age of seven kind of a thing, mm-hmm. but, like, there's not really, like, she didn't, like, hang herself outside. And, she like, wasn't a...
1: And, like, what you were saying earlier, like, Christians were probably like, you're a witch! Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um... I don't know that the sewing needle thing is real. Like that's how in the movie they say that the, that she like sacrificed her baby to the, the devil with a sewing needle by putting it in the head and whatnot. Yada yada. Who knows about all that kind of stuff? Um, but uh, yeah, they're like, oh yeah. And then there's this like maid over here who killed herself, and there's this mom who killed her son, and you know they set up the whole thing where like Bathsheba's making them do this. Yeah. Because it's her land, and they're trying to drive people away. She's trying to drive people away from the land and whatnot mm-hmm. i'm not gonna get into the i'm not gonna try to reason with a ghost okay so hey I don't that's blame what she's you. doing that's what she's doing hey if trust I the a, process
1: if i was a ghost and yeah. i was stuck here i'd be like well, i got i got nothing else to do i guess i'll just scare people out of this house for the rest of the time
0: well i mean making them kill their kid is a little too scary though oh
1: no yeah okay Yeah, you're right definitely yeah
0: yeah that's all i'm saying is like yeah if you're trying to get people off your property it just seems like like i said the reason why i'm not going to try to logic with it is like okay well now you've just created more ghosts you have to hang around with
1: yeah great point
0: you know what i mean like it's like you it might uh, get solved one problem over here just to make another one Best you ain't hanging out with rory that's a great point no way anyways eventually it's time for the big night and they set up all the cameras and shit oh you get that cool shot of
1: ed and lorraine talking by the tree when it cuts back to Ed the feet are hanging behind him yeah that's good I like that
0: yeah they got cameras set up everywhere it's all 70s technology there's like a cop hanging out there for some reason
1: yeah um, I don't know yeah that's great I don't know a great point I don't know why he's there Yeah, but I like that he is I like this guy I like him being like I don't believe in no ghosts Mm -hmm. and then be like oh you don't believe in no ghosts he's like no I'm just here to make sure everyone's okay and then immediately he's like okay I guess I kind of believe in ghosts because I just saw a ghost
0: yeah I will say we also glazed over the fact that they try to establish a bit of like m- more emotional you know background or stakes whatever we're gonna call it with uh, the whole like picture at the beach that's clearly not them at the beach <laughs> and how Lorraine touches the photo and experiences the memory and she's like yeah. that's really beautiful and she's like I'll never forget that day it's
1: a picture of them at Sears in front of a <laughs> backdrop of a sky. <laughs>
0: But anyways, yeah, they're all hanging out. Some spooky shit happens. Um, you know, one of the kids is walking around, setting off the cameras, and she they're like, she's not setting off the cameras. All that kind of stuff. They eventually find out that the mom is possessed or whatever, and um, there's, like, all this, like, moving around where, like, Ed and Lorraine take the hour and a half, two-hour, four-hour drive back to their place because the kid or whatever, and someone's staying at like the whole family's staying at like a hotel but the mom takes the kids back no, to the I, house
1: i think what happens is like they can't get enough footage or whatever or enough proof and they're yeah. like well i guess we got to give up bye bye we're going home you yeah. guys go stay at a hotel while we try to get the vatican to mm-hmm. uh approve this exorcism and then while when they take that four-hour drive home they get all the way home yeah once are like mom went crazy she grabbed so-and-so and went back to the house
0: yeah and then there's the whole thing where they're trying to, like, you know, chase the kid through the house. The kid hides. They're chasing the mom through the house. Mom ends up in, like, the basement and shit. Lorraine falls through Lori's hidey hole and sees the noose. big old mom and then yeah, the noose and the, and Rory. And the cop sees the, the maid with the, look what she made me do with the slit wrists and all that. And all this yes, stuff. I love, I that. love
1: that bit when yeah. the cop sees the girl and he's, I don't know, 10 feet away from everyone else. Yeah. Instead of going, guys... We have a ghost yeah. over here. I don't have to even yell. You're yeah. within speaking distance. He just goes, no, nah, I'm just going to look at this thing for a while. Yeah. So they're in the basement. Eventually, they look yeah. at
0: there. It culminates in, in them performing an exorcism.
1: Yes, a decides he has to do it
0: which is something the parent family has been like very open about though they do maintain that the movie is mostly accurate and these things happened and yada yada they always talk about how like yeah there was the exorcism that happened that 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 was a more of a seance thing even ed and lorraine are like we we can't perform an exorcism we're yes. not catholic priests yada, yada yada um but they do maintain like i think that the chair her chair like levitated and shit like that or whatever um yeah but eventually she finds out where the little girl's hiding and she starts, like, maneuvering through the underground network that connects the entire <laughs> house. And, like, she ends up in this weird situation where she's, like, in some sort of, like, space. Where yeah, I don't everybody, understand it. Yeah, everybody in the film is, is a, behind
1: a different wall.
0: Yeah, planks of wood that, with, like, slots for them to reach their hands out and try to reason with her while she has, like, a scissor. And the daughter, she's going to stab the daughter. And then, like Lorraine's able to t- touch her head and be like, "Remember that day you said you would never forget," and uh, that that snaps her out of the possession. Ed, no,
1: no, no. Ed goes, uh, Rod Livingston, you have to talk her out of it." Yeah. And Rod Livingston's there, like with his hands, like he's in jail against the wood. He's like, "Hey, honey, it's me. <laughs> you don't be a ghost. Come on, I yeah. believe in you. You can fight it." Everyone's screaming. He's like, "Good job." <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. Uh kind of sounds like a dad who's a little worried to be a dad, but he's been told by the doctor to like comfort his wife, yeah, he's like, yeah, this is gonna be great, but anyways, so she becomes normal again. the ghost is gone, mm-hmm. and uh you kind of get like a you know nice moment where like you know their 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 little assistant sits down next to the cop and he's like, still believing not believing in ghosts, and he's like, after what I've seen. <laughs> all i know is i gotta go to work (laughs) bye because he works the day shift anyways
1: we did miss there's a part that i really like when they're scoping out the house with the cameras and stuff like that they're walking around and it's got the boom mic yeah and they're looking for ghosts and it like cuts to like their 70s camera point of view yeah and the audio is coming from the boom mic yeah so when everyone's talking it sounds a little far away because that's Mm -hmm. how that mic would work yeah i just think it's fun it makes it a little spooky When, like, your audio and your visual are kind of off from each other.
0: Anyway, they're outside. Everything's fine. Yeah. We also glazed over all kinds of stuff. I mean, like, they think the cop finds the girl at one point and puts her in his car. And then, like, what? Is it, like, birds that swarm the car or something? Yeah, something like that. Whatever. Um, How long do you think the, the parents lived in that house? Two weeks. Nah. Ten years.
1: Ten years? Yeah. Like... While ghosts was happening,
0: the story seems to imply that these things happened over that Uh, time period too. That like it was like ten years of quote unquote like relentless assault and stuff and yada yada yada. That doesn't work that great for a movie. I don't think. No, not at all. But anyways, yeah, that's that's the conjuring
1: one. I think. No, the the Warrens go home. Oh, is there more? They've they've got the little box Uh and puts it in his treasure room. Uh huh. And Lorraine goes, Ed. She holds up a letter. She's like, Guess what? He's like, What? He's like the vatican approve the exorcism <laughs> and the audience laughs and then they go oh vatican they go oh we just can't win can yeah. we anyway we gotta go head over to amyneville and then like a guitar riff plays and then the credits
0: goes <laughs> you're right i totally forgot about that yeah it's just like batman begins at the end they're like he left a calling exactly, card." exactly that's exactly they hold what the joker yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um I think I never even got into why I still think the Amityville murder story is spooky. Mhm. That's uh, spooky cuz like I guess like the eldest son like lived in the basement and he was kind of you know spooky. exhibiting quite a bit of like antisocial behavior. And, He's uh, then a real just, Sid from Toy Story. Yeah, then just one night, yeah, just shot his entire family one by one in bed, and there, like, seems to be, from my understanding, minimal to no indication that anybody in the family heard any of the gunshots and woke up, and, like, everybody yeah. was able to somehow sleep through that, and also nobody in the neighborhood reported hearing anything while this happened. And it wasn't until, like, late evening the next day that, like, anybody found out what the fuck was in the house. Like, he was just at a bar hanging out. Wow. And, yeah a bunch of spooky like it's just weird like the whole thing is like oh that's really it's
1: weird yeah yeah it's like that one spooky story you told me where ghosts happen but like the scariest part of it somehow is like everyone in the family just slept until seven in the afternoon oh yeah. 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 Yeah,
0: yeah 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 yeah, there's like some haunted house in like arkansas and it's another like story that's probably bullshit but there is a day where like the thing that is most spooky is the dad is like oh yeah then we went to bed and didn't wake up until 7 p.m the next day it was a sunday we slept through church every day we every sunday we'd have like dinner with my parents we just went straight there and didn't tell anybody because we were like this is weird and it's like, yeah, objectively, that'd be strange, like, if you and I both woke up, like, went to bed, like, normal tonight, like, 8 p.m., and then tomorrow woke up at, like, 7 p.m. for some reason, we both be like, yeah. there's a gas leak here, or something, yeah, we have sure. to call somebody. Somebody has to come here. Yeah. But anyways, um,
1: how do you, I, uh, sorry, I was just thinking about that, if that happened to me. And obviously, I miss a full day of work. Yeah. How well do you think that would go for me if I called my work the next day and being like listen i'm sorry i know it's it's bad that i slept through an entire shift yeah but i need you to know
0: that not only me but
1: my roommate
0: also both woke
1: up at 7 p.m that's gotta be we have a gas leak or something right yeah
0: i don't know i don't know i feel like there's a 50 50 chance that i could get fired or my work would be like you gotta move yeah because like as i've mentioned on the podcast before i lived in a house where there was a woman who was a I think, like, a waitress or something like that, and she was dead in the house for a couple of days before eventually her job was like, yeah, she's, like, not shown up the last couple of shifts. Hey, boyfriend, can you go, like, check on her? And then they found her dead in the house. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. There are also some other spooky stories that line up with the enemy of, like, nobody waking up or everybody yeah. got murdered in their bed and nobody seems to have woken up for it, yada, yada, yada. Again, I think it happened in, like, Kansas where, like, there was a family that had gone to church that night and then also brought a couple of kids home with them. And they all went to bed and in the morning. They were, like, notorious for just kind of being out and about and, and, like, you know, in the garden with the doors open and none of that stuff was going on. So the neighbors were like, something weird is here. So they called the uncle to come over. And they found, like, all the windows and doors locked shut, all the mirrors and windows covered with sheets, and each one of the family members had been killed with an axe in their bed, yeah, basically. Yeah, the, the, the only... Evidence hard evidence. They found were like a pile of cigarettes in the attic where like it was pretty clear The person had been in the house for a while and was just waiting for them to come home <sighs> Yeah, and then there's another one in Germany very similar uh, The Kaifek farm Same thing whole family mirrors covered the person who killed everybody like somehow it seems like in the evidence that he like one by one lured them to the barn and killed them in there Um, and then other than that, I think there was, like, the youngest kid and a maid who were killed in the bed inside of the house, and there's, like, Mm -hmm. evidence that he hung out and, like, fed the farm animals and kept a fire and ate in the house for a couple days afterwards. And there was also, like, over the last, like, six months to a year beforehand, like, a couple of maids who quit, because they were like, we kept hearing noises in the attic. And, like, the second maid, that was, like, her first day on the job that she ended up getting murdered, and, Mm -hmm. like, uh uh like the the father had gone to town talking about like how he's like yeah it was weird i found a newspaper in my house that like i don't even read that newspaper i don't know how it was there and like he had found like footprints in the stove leading to like the door in the attic and just thought it was weird because like why would anybody be using the door attic and why wouldn't there be footprints coming out kind of a thing and one of their house keys went missing at one point too yeah it's just a weird story
1: well so that one like all the mirrors were covered up as well isn't that the connecting thing i think i remember
0: Yeah, yeah 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 And uh, now that whole site has been demolished because everybody's like, eh, it's just too creepy. But there's still a yeah. plaque for the family there in that field in Germany. But, anyways, I feel like I got to give the this shiny maybe like a C minus. C? C minus? Yeah, I'm going to give the
1: conjuring a. Dot, dot, dot. A B minus. Yeah? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh!
1: Never made a conjuring joke because they're. Con artists.
0: Ah, the con. During. Yeah. That's good. I like that.
1: I thought about it at the beginning, and I was like, "I'll work this in there somewhere." Yeah. And I didn't. Sorry, everyone.
0: Okay. Well, what the fuck
1: else did we watch again? Um, uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre Two. Ah, yes, that's right. Directed by Toby Hooper. Your favorite movie. My favorite movie. One of your favorite movies. My favorite movie. You love this movie.
0: Yeah. You like this movie a lot. Yeah.
1: You enjoy this movie?
0: Yeah. Okay. We'll talk about it. We got it. Yeah. You want to give me the mail?
1: Believe well, I already did. And you went that one's wrong. <sighs> I'll reach for it.
0: All right. Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 to the tune of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles theme song. How does that go? Oh, Teenage Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. Like no, kind of absolutely like, not. No. I was thinking of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. No, that's not it. Well, that's the one from like 2004. No, why would
1: I say the one from 2004? How does it go? It goes, Teenage and Ninja Turtles. Te-
0: oh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre mm-hmm. 2. Texas Chainsaw Massacre, mm-hmm. two. Texas Chainsaw Massacre mm-hmm. 2. Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. Turtle power. Oh, it also goes, Turtles in a half shell. Yeah. Yeah. Rednecks eating people. Yeah. Okay. You so ever heard it. the you ever heard the swamp thing? Yeah. Theme song. Yeah. Swamp thing. Nah, nah. That's great. Nah, yeah. Nah. You fight everything. To the tune of Wild Thing. Yeah. I just did it. I did. No, you t- did it. You kind of mumbled through it while I walked you through it. Do it. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Two Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Two Texas Chainsaw Massacre. To right next to we people. Turtle power. Great job. Yeah. Good. All right, what's your history with this uh, movie, but also maybe franchise, whichever you want to do, you know.
1: Uh, around the time. Around the time. Around the time. just going to wait for you to stop aggressively putting that away. Um. Around the time we watched The Conjuring, yeah, you also showed me Texas Chainsaw Massacre 1. And you said boo. I said boo. Yeah. Um. And then we watched it not too long ago, and I went Woo. <laughs> Thought it was great, um, and you're like, you gotta see too. It's insane. Dennis Hopper fights Leatherface in a chainsaw fight, and I went, "That's cool." he went, "Yeah, it was wacky." Yeah. Uh, apparently, they wanted him to make a sequel, and he was like, "Fuck you! I'm not going to give you what you want. I'm going to yeah. make something wacky." Yeah. Um, and we watched it the other day, and I thought it was great. I had a great good time.
0: Yeah, I was thinking about it. I, you know, I, I was just thinking, I don't know, that there is a better move when you're doing a sequel to a horror film than to perhaps lean into, this is a bit ridiculous. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, Perhaps something like The Conjuring 2 worked out. But, like, I'm just thinking of, you know, for example, you know, Scream. One of the problems I have with all the sequels, especially once you get to 4 or 5, is, like, how in the world has this once in a lifetime lightning strike of an event happened five times to the yeah. same people you know what i mean yeah and um you know even the same thing with like Friday the 13th although i think that gets a pass because they do lean into being like hokey like come on this is just fun um it's it's just that kind of a thing where it's like you can make the same horror movie all, over and over again but if you call it the same thing if it's suddenly Friday the 13th part six yeah eventually you're like okay i i've seen enough of this yes yeah. exactly but you know again i i say you can make the same horror movie over and again because like you know black christmas halloween friday the 13th nightmare on elm street like they're all they're slasher films you, mm-hmm. can, you can crank out a million slasher films but if you crank out a million in one franchise suddenly and you know and so anyways right off the bat that's one of the things that i i really like about uh the texas chainsaw massacre too is that like you know obviously this was a better move than if they were just like all right you know we're doing it again you know what i mean like i yeah. don't know i don't know. they they they, just, they wouldn't have been able to capture the magic again
1: yeah yeah I, you're right cuz it's if they made, like, another one in the same vein as
0: the first one. And suddenly you care about the characters less because you're like, oh, they're just going to get murdered. And yeah, and already.
1: we yeah. would for sure be like, well, it's not as good as the first one because of this, or yeah. because of this, because of this. And With this one that they yeah. made, there is no way you can compare this <laughs> to Texas Chainsaw Massacre 1. They yeah. are absolutely just wildly different yeah. movies, and, yeah, you're right, that's perfect. And
0: I think that's one of the reasons why even, like, The Evil Dead 2 was such a success. Yeah. Like, if they had tried to make a second Evil Dead that was, like the same mood and all that kind of stuff it just wouldn't have it wouldn't Uh have you know wouldn't have landed um so yeah i think that's a great move um i really do um you know toby hooper maintains that there is some black humor in the first one um just wanted to lean into it a little bit harder with this one um i saw this movie for the first time probably about a year ago okay and uh for a long time you know it had been on my radar because I mean just right off the bat like the poster for the film it's so good it's a parody (laughs) of The Breakfast Club (laughs) Um, in terms of the actual movie one thing that I've never really cared too much for is the opening scene uh, is ridiculous but also I I just don't care that much Uh, with the guys rolling around shooting guns that's kind of funny and then they're calling into the radio station it,
1: it, it starts with the most boring opening credits I've ever seen yeah And it's just red text on a black background while, like, a scary Texas Chainsaw 1E scores behind it. Yeah. And then you get the most 80s riff, like, needle drop ever, and it's just these two college yuppies drive around in their car shooting out the window and stuff like that, which I don't have this thought fully developed yet, but I was thinking about it while I was watching. I was like, yeah, the first one is that thing that we were talking about of, like, oh, things are getting dangerous in the world, and there's some places you can't go. Yeah. Like, you know... If you and your friends are on a road trip, you might you're from the city, you might drive into the country and there's these cannibals there. Where in this one it's like, no, here are some big city folk driving around, I guess, the country, yeah, blasting guns and stuff like that. Yeah. Um Also, I got a I got a great question for you, Chris. Yeah. At one point, they call the radio station, picks up his car phone, yeah, dials, blah blah blah, making fun of radio people. Um Chris, how does a car phone work?
0: Oh, I don't know, but I do love that. Like, I I don't I don't think it's a big deal, nor do I know that it was intentional or anything like that. But it's very funny to be that like I think almost 100 percent of all phone calls happen from a car phone in this movie. Yeah, yeah, because the cannibals have one too. Okay, the Sawyer's. That's why he's on the phone, and his kids are like, "Turn on the radio." What What's on the radio? And then he turns on the radio, and he hears like the Chainsaw Massacre, happen. he's like, "You gotta go take care of this. You and your brother Leatherface, go take care of this." But is
1: it like because people didn't like have cordless home phones at this point yeah like pay phones and home phones were connected to a wire that ran out of your house Mm -hmm. it was suspended by a pole with everybody else's phone wire to the phone company yeah how in
0: 1980 i don't know i don't know i don't know i've never even thought to think about it what are you looking at you thinking about looking it up
1: i'm just racking my brain
0: (laughs) But anyways, they call into the radio station. For some reason, I don't know how phones worked back then. I assume it was still on, like, a, you know, that system. You know how, like, you used to have, like, an operator who would have to, like, hang up for you and stuff like that? And, like, if you just picked up the line, like, they would just be on and, like, you yeah. would have to hang up on your own. So they're, like, fidgeting. They're, like, he's, like, you know, the 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 radio DJ Skeet or whatever her name is or Street or Stretch. Yeah, she's like, JG, hang up on them. Get them off this line, you know. And they get Texas Chainsaw Massacred. It's ridiculous. For a long time they're driving backwards next to the yuppies and and leatherface has got a skeleton attached Love to it. his body while Love he's it. doing his chainsaw dance and you know chainsaws the head off of one of the yuppies which is the you know makeup work of tom savini um who was in dawn of the dead and also you know directed a few horror films you know did the 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 the, the special effects for you know friday the 13th and part four um anyways that's all ridiculous and over the top uh in terms of going scene for scene i mean you have notes and shit like that but uh i don't know if i totally can but there are things that i'd like to sing the praises of one is i do like because again it just adds to this ridiculous nature that all of the needle drops and like all the music throughout this is just yeah like like just 80s like music like it's just it's just pop
1: hits yeah it's great um they go from, I think, they go from the radio station to...
0: Before we move past it, they do also have the controversial Beatles covered in dead baby dial parts. Yes, I love in that. the background, that it. it's a good touch. Um, oh, Toby Hooper wanted to just produce this film and ended up directing only because they didn't have enough money for a director. That's funny. Yeah.
1: Um, they go from there to, I believe, the Chili Contest.
0: Yeah, which I love. It's yeah. like a scene. There are a few scenes in here, but this one is like one that I'm like, this feels like... Season two of the twin peaks. Like yeah, he's it's just great. like this woman up there who's like, And now we're gonna reveal the the winner of this year's Mid Texas Chili Festival. And Is to it, it gonna be Oklahoma? And everybody's like boo. <laughs> or is it gonna be our old homegrown? Texas chili and everyone's like yay yeah.
1: and they come to the trophy and someone slaps chili into it because yeah. it's got a, a bowl on it and the whole time the stuff.
0: Sawyer like is holding it he's got it like pressed against his suit and it's just all yeah, over yeah. his suit his, he's and like, like
1: what makes your chili so good he's like it's <laughs> the meat
0: it's the meat and then she finds like a tooth in the chili and he's like that's just one of them hard white peppercorns <laughs> and so I think good. at this point you've also I think the first thing is like you also get Dennis Hopper showing up at the crime scene Yeah, and you have all those caps being like all right, cowboy, get the fuck out of here. We know that your brother's kids were killed or whatever, but there ain't no Texas Chainsaw Massacre happening here. Mm-hmm. And he was like, well, I have it on good authority that a Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 is happening. And then he's like, yeah, well, I got, uh, you know, uh, authority from the DA to kick you out of Texas. And he's like, well, I would just like to see that authority. And he's like, all right, you called my bluff. He's like, now get that shit on. The news. And he's like, I know some good old boys at the news. I'll get your story on the news or whatever. Anyways, because JG and Stretch are also Stretch goes to try to talk to Dennis Hopper, mm. and he's like, she's like, I got the, I got the scoop. I got the skinny. And he's like, I'm gonna do this alone, which is also very funny to me because like the next scene is him sitting on her stairs, like, lady, I can't do this alone. That's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so funny
1: is that before or after he goes to cut right chainsaws
0: that's before i think or maybe after i don't know but he does yeah he does show up there's a guy on the phone i love just like little details like he like has all the lights off because like he's a small business owner trying to save money on electricity so when a customer actually comes in he flicks the lights on Mm -hmm. and uh without saying anything yet dennis hopper just like walks in finds a couple chainsaws he likes Starts swinging to, them around. Yeah, leaves just a row of, like, hundreds on the table. And then he's like, you can test them chainsaws. I would encourage it. And then, again, it's like almost like something out of, like, Twin Peaks Season 2. Because he's, yeah. like, he's cutting the fuck out of the... And at first, you cut back to the guy who, like, owns the chainsaw going, like, oh, oh. And then eventually starts cheering for Dennis. Like, while yeah. he's doing, he's like, yeah, yeah. And, again, no dialogue. It's just this guy's, like, facial and yeah. just guttural, like, yes or ooze out of this world Dennis
1: Hopper is like I can definitely do a Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 with these yeah
0: I don't remember what film it was afterwards but until that movie came out in like 94 or something like that Dennis Hopper said this was the worst movie he was ever in Hogwash this movie's great yeah but anyways like I said yeah you cut forward uh, Dennis is like hey you gotta play that tape of them boys getting Texas Chainsaw Matt murdered on 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 the radio and she's like well the, FCA, CC, the FCC won't let me be or let me be me, so let me see. they try trying to shut me down on MTV, but it feels so empty without me. And uh, he's like, lady, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. And he's like, hey. and she's like, your kids are going to love it. <laughs> anyways. It um, is something
1: to work around if someone calls and it's requests a request. yeah. to hear it. Insane. Yeah.
0: I want to hear that snuff tape. So anyway, she plays it every hour on the hour. Um, eventually, Chop Top and Leatherface hear it. They inform the Sawyer I I do love that he is just a food truck owner that goes around with his kids randomly killing because again like you know I do like that as like that's a neat idea you know I like when there's iterations on the idea like again in terms of sequel I don't know how well just another group of teens wandering to the house Mm -hmm. would like work kind of a thing I like that they're now mobile they had to leave that area because there was too much heat and again it would leave like quite a bit of anonymity anonymity
1: yep there you go you got it
0: um right because it's the same thing like people always talk about how like along highways like there are you know perhaps a number of you know serial killers who are active that are also just truck drivers that you just can't gather information on because they're just up and down that highway all day there's you know no way to like pin any one person any location at any time kind of a thing anyways they call and they're like daddy you'll never believe what's on the radio and he's like oh you coon shits and yada 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 and you better go take care of it right so stretch is now alone in the whatever and you meet chop top for the first time if you want to take it from there i don't know if you want to talk about chop top you like chop top oh so i like love chop top yeah
1: didn't realize it wasn't the same guy from the first movie he's like i think canonically
0: even, supposed to be the twin brother of the yeah first like hitchhiker. i didn't
1: know it wasn't the same actor even. yeah yeah no wow. yeah
0: well that's one of the things another fun fact i'd read was that he had just made a short film called the texas chainsaw manicure where he plays the hitchhiker and somehow or another it got into toby hooper's hands and he got a hold of that actor and was like if I make another one I'm definitely putting you in the movie and yeah. did. he
1: did well I wasn't it seems strange that he wouldn't get the
0: a lot of people from the first movie didn't want to be involved oh okay that makes like sense. Uh, Gunnar Hansen or whatever the guy who played the first Texas Chainsaw Massacre Leatherface mm-hmm. didn't want to reprise okay. role stuff like that um, yeah. also think, like yeah what is it Jim Sidow is that his name I think the guy who plays this, the Sawyer daddy I don't know I think he's a great actor rest in peace um He's the only returning member from the yeah. first movie. Okay, yeah. that makes
1: sense. It's all you need, really. Um, yeah,
0: he's great. I love that this movie gives him a lot yeah. more of a chance to shine. And yeah, I lo- thing.
1: Every time he talks and he's off screen, I'm like, is David Lynch in this movie now? Because yeah. he sounds exactly like him. <laughs>
0: yeah, um, I feel very similar about like Cary Grant like in Rear Window and North by Northwest. Yeah. Like, and he's like, now tell me why a man would leave his house in the middle of the night on three separate occasions, one with a suitcase Then come back without the suitcase. And then, you know, whatever. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, How? They, where was
0: I? We were talking about Jim Sidow and how Chop Top. I was trying to get you to set up Chop Top.
1: Um, I love... (laughs) that they call him Leatherface in this movie. Yeah.
0: Because I feel like that's something that would never
1: happen in the first one. Yeah. But at this point, everyone knows him, like, in pop culture as yeah. Leatherface, and because this movie's wacky and wild, the whole family calls him Leatherface. Yeah. It's great. Uh, Chop Top is there, and he's got a weird wig on, and he's just like, I like... I think
0: he refers to it as his Sonny Ono wig at one point. His Sonny yeah, wig. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> and he's uh, <laughs> like, he's like, oh, you're my favorite radio yeah. DJ. Like, <laughs> yeah,
0: I'm your biggest fan.
1: <laughs> and he's all, i like to make a request. Sounds like... Uh, beavis or butthead i don't know yeah. which one's which um and things get a little and out of hand at some point and leatherface comes
0: he's very, well through. first i mean i think he's very creepy and that's a very tense oh, yeah. scene where he's like hey you know i've never uh, i've never been in a radio station can i get a, can i get can, can i get a tour she's like yeah 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 you can get a tour this is mr squeezy Week, we can, week. Can, we can, we can. It's like, this is a rubber ducky. Like Yeah. <laughs> and that's an exercise.
1: And I get I I like it because it, it is it is it's it's the scene from the first one where the brother gets in the car. Yeah. But that one's like legitimately like, oh, I don't this is tense because yeah. like what do you do in this situation? Mm-hmm. And this one's more very much so an 80s slasher yeah. version of that yeah. and it's great I think it works really well um, for what Ooh, this movie is is that the
0: record vault music is my life yeah, but uh yeah yeah you're right again this is another example of them iterating on something they've done already yeah making it for yeah. the times yeah um, better or worse or whatever
1: whatever the goal of this movie is yeah they whatever the goal is
0: the lord only knows what the goal of this film is yes was. exactly but uh yeah I then yeah Leatherface burst through the wall and he hits Chop Top. How do you like Chop Top fucking with the hot iron and I love eating it. his head? It's gross. And I, I love it.
1: Yeah. My favorite part of this movie, I wrote it down, is when the the, the partner uh, her DJ partner comes JG in. JG or whatever, yeah. And like he nicks, LG, LG. LG comes in and like knocks him down or whatever. I mean, LG gets knocked down or whatever and uh, Chop Top goes Lick my plate dog dick. It's so fucking good.
0: <laughs> yeah, but prior to that when the Leatherface, as we said, he bursts in and he accidentally hits Chop Top in his dome. He's yeah. like, you dented my plate, you son of a bitch, so whatever. Good. And he's like, ah, oh, you fucked up my sunny own oh no wig. Leatherface, you're going to have to buy me a new wig. But yes, um, Leatherface gets, you know, she ch- he chases Stretch for a little while. And honestly, like, you know, I feel like this movie does that thing where, like, it's ridiculous and whatnot in the 80s, like when she gives the tour and she spends the whole time just showing him the wacky shit on her desk. Mm-hmm. Um, or Dennis Hopper, one scene to the next, being like, I'm going to do this alone. I can't do this alone. Yeah. But uh, there are some genuinely disturbing things. Like, I do not like watching Chop Top hammer LG in the head just over and over and over and over again. I just don't like it.
1: Yeah, like, I even wouldn't have Grandpa do the same thing he did in the last movie. Yeah. Uh, that still got me even yeah. though it's done worse in this movie yeah. for some reason the idea of an old weak man trying to bash your head in yeah. with a hammer it's like horrific
0: that's like actual yeah. nightmare stuff yeah. that's like in a nightmare you'd be like yeah just like trying to hit me in the head with a hammer and I was being restrained by a couple of guys and he kept missing because he was so weak but like I just knew eventually he was gonna do it you know, mm-hmm. like. and then I woke up but anyways, um, yeah, in Leatherface, um, there's another scene, again, comically, like, ridiculous that in two separate scenes, he bursts through <laughs> I love it. It's so good. <laughs> she, like, locks herself in, like, some kind of, like, behind, like, a barn door sliding leather, like metal door, and then he bursts through the door. And then you get the uh, dry humping with the chainsaw scene, which, coupled with a few other scenes, seem to be some sort of, like, like over-the-top uh you know satirical jab at like the whole thing with like you know the knife being like the like a like a like a phallic symbol and it you know yeah stabbing a woman in a movie being like sex and repressed Mm. sexual this and repressed sexual that or whatever also very weird and uncomfortable scene yeah i don't like dry humped with because she's like are you really really good i hate it and then yeah when they're she's actually getting dry humped with the the she's like oh you're good Oh, you're good. I hate it.
1: Just yeah. hate it. I, I, I don't mind the idea of uh, Leatherface having a crush on her and having sympathy for her because yeah. he, he thinks she's cute or hot or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, when you get to that point, I'm like, yeah, I don't. Because it's not like scary. I just don't. Because yeah. like the, it's shot almost like it's supposed to be sexy, and I'm yeah. like, I guess that's the point. Is that <laughs> this is all supposed to be ridiculous? But I don't like looking at this.
0: Yeah. Um. Then, uh, yeah, they fuck off into the night, and she's like... She runs away. Lefty, where are you? Yeah, and yeah she follows them. She follows them to there. They live underneath an actual abandoned amusement park, which is a real location in Texas. Yes, she yeah. falls
1: through a trap door, mm. which is the funniest thing I've seen in this movie. <laughs> um,
0: I think she rolls down some slides that were left over from the movies. Yeah.
1: That makes sense, because I missed the part about it being an amusement park. And watching this, I was like, Why do they live on the set of Global Guts and Legends of the Hidden Temple? That's what this whole place reminded me of. But yeah, that makes way more sense. So why do these weird caves that they live in look like?
0: <laughs> and Dennis, I think, eventually ends up like following her or finding it on his own or something like that. Yeah. Dennis He Hops tries to save her when she's
1: falling down, but he mm. can't. Um and then he finds another way in with his chainsaws.
0: So they're now in Yeah, the underground tunnel system. Uh, Stretch has found her way into Leatherface's little butcher room. And this is another one of the most gruesome scenes of the movie. Yeah. Leatherface, comically in my opinion, has like one of those tiny electric like turkey carvers. Yeah. And he's using that to skin LG, which is also disgusting. He's pulling up giant sheets of skin and putting them on hooks and mm-hmm. like takes off the face and all kinds of stuff. Eventually, Stretch makes a bit of noise. He finds her and she's like, Help me, help me. And again, just horrific. She puts LG's face on her. I love when he's like very slowly putting it up to her. She's like,
1: Is that wet? It looks wet. Yeah. Is it wet? <laughs> and he puts it on her. She goes, <laughs> Oh, it's wet.
0: Yeah. And then Leatherface gets called off by, you know, uh, the dad and the brother or whatever. And LG like just disgustingly like comes to life and is like, I'm going to get you out of here, darling. Yeah. And all kinds of stuff like that and like cuts her free anyways and then he dies yes
1: and she's still standing there because she's been tied up and she's got on his face with his hat yeah and he goes oh and lays down and dies and she's like oh she's crying and she takes off the face and the hat Actually, like, kind of like reaches for him. I was like, Oh, it's gonna be very touching. She's gonna take the hat and put it over his face because why would you want to look at his face? Yeah, but no, she takes his face and, and puts, puts it on the face. his face. I and also like, forgot oh, that
0: okay. while she's wearing the face, Motherface is like doing the thing baby you do to a baby. Yeah, she's she, yeah. like making her dance as him, anyways. Yeah, she means up, she ends up like trying to get away or whatever, and they like corner her and they're like. Leatherface has a girlfriend, Leatherface has a girlfriend. Yes, And, the- and she says something here that I wrote down
1: because it's so strange. Just the way she talks to Leatherface yeah. during like this end half of the movie. Yeah. He's like got her cornered because yeah. they like get a glimpse of her as she runs by. And they're like, Leatherface, you gotta go get her. And he's like, Ah, fuck, all right. And he's like trying to kill her at this point. And he's like, got her back into a corner and she says stop 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 or whatever and she goes it's nobody's fault i just gotta be honest with you i just can't do this it's <laughs> yeah. like, what are you
0: she's trying to break up with him it's again like yeah you know, exactly I was I was like, like what are you talking con. about yeah. <laughs> yeah um yeah she gets pulled back into the main room after jim Sido gives the whole thing and he's like oh i get it he's like s-e-e-x he's like it's a con it's a scam it's a waste of time you know forget this like yada 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 again uh love jim Saito. uh they end up in the 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 main dining hall which again like you said is a you know iteration on the original like yes whatever and they bring out grandpa and grandpa tries to hammer her uh and then yeah fucking dennis hopper I just, i'm sorry i just love everything about the dinner about how it's like everything
1: else in this movie it is just turned up to 80s 11 yeah like it's the same set it's the same grandpa they do the same shit but it's yeah. just like this haunted mansion disney ride of a yeah. set instead of the creepy bar house and grandpa looks like somehow worse than he does in the first movie like the special effects makeup to make this guy look old yeah oh god and yeah they put her over the bucket and they're trying to hit her in the head with a hammer which still got me yeah um
0: Dennis meanwhile Hopper.
1: while all this is happening they keep cutting back to Dennis Hopper somewhere
0: where they don't hear him bring it all down exactly just bring screaming and down. revving his chainsaws and no one knows he's there and then he shows up and I, I don't remember what song he's singing but just you don't see him yet but he's yeah. like on top of old smokey yeah all covered in snow I lost my true lover from a court and too slow and then he shows up and he's like I'm the lord of the harvest and Jim was like is there any way to enter a man's home to come in just singing oh, what are you doing who sent you who are you with are you from the jerky boys are you with the turkey guys yada 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 are you oh. from the catering company yeah he's like i know you're from that new catering company or whatever he's like well how much you want he's like i have money i pay you off it's not a big deal and then he says my favorite line which is like to excuse the cannibalism he's like the way i see it it's a dog eat dog world and there just, just ain't, ain't enough, enough dogs. damn dogs That's so <laughs> yeah.
1: good and yeah i love that he just talks for like a minute and dennis hopper says nothing besides yeah. i'm
0: the lord of the harvest <laughs> yeah. and then he gets chainsawed in the ass yes and he hides underneath the table um and they keep comically cutting back to him and he's like oh god small businessman, always getting it in the ass and he's like oh at least it took care of my hems and he's like oh i got me pretty bad And he's got like a you know like a grenade and like pulls yeah. the pen He's like i'm gonna get the last laugh and all that and then meanwhile yes leatherface and dennis hopper are having a cinematic chainsaw and duel. i love it because yeah.
1: it's like okay this is an 80s movie two guys are gonna fight with a chainsaw yeah but i'm like the goddamn choreography on this is great. I'm very interested in looking at this chainsaw fight.
0: Yeah, they fight with like a big chainsaw first, and then Dennis puts it into Leatherface, and he still continues the chainsaw fight while Dennis Hopper pulls out from his chainsaw holsters two tinier <laughs> chainsaws to dual-wield fight him with.
1: Chainsaw holsters. Yeah.
0: Um, and then eventually, yeah, the bomb does get thrown, but meanwhile, Stretch is being chased by... Uh, Chop Top. Chop Top. Uh, up the top of this mountain with this rickety wooden like stair ladder type situation and he keeps getting kicked and she keeps getting slashed with his blade and then she ends up at the very top where there's a mural to grandma who seems to be implied to be still alive yeah she's holding a chainsaw and he's like i'm gonna get you you pig bitch he keeps calling her a pig bitch (laughs) and uh she like takes the chainsaw and like she's like trying to get it to work while he's just chopping at her with that fucking like neck like old-timey shaving Mm -hmm. like razor straight razor eventually she gets it going and she stabs him and he falls down to whatever and she uh you know does the texas chainsaw massacre leatherface dance and you paused it and actually ran it back because it seems like someone gets up in the background i don't know if that was like a blooper like maybe she thought the scene was over and she was like all right yeah. gotta get up but it whatever, looks like but, grandma gets up behind her yeah. yeah uh
1: and her just dancing around with the chainsaw is the wackiest thing i've ever seen yeah <laughs> yeah he
0: does that dance a lot in this movie he does his yeah. little chainsaw dance a lot yeah yeah And that's the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, too, in a nutshell, basically. Yeah.
1: Um, So it turns out, I don't know if you heard me being quiet while you were talking through a lot of this, um, car phones, this technology connected the car's battery and used signals that were attached to telephone networks. What does that mean? (laughs) I still don't know how these work. They were invented in the 40s, Chris. Yeah. Interesting. Is it like a radio thing? Yeah. Or is it like... The same technology we have now with phones.
0: Yeah. Which one is it? Why do you keep saying yeah? Because I don't know either. Yeah. Anyways, um, this predates The Evil Dead 2. And I do give it props for going the black humor route just a little bit earlier than that. Do I think it deserves as much praise as that one? I could see an argument for that. I also think that it's maybe a little bit closer to like, you know, some of the late stage Friday the 13th sequels. But even those might predate... I mean, post date the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, doing it first, kind of. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, like I said, I think this movie deserves some recognition. Uh, definitely don't think it's a waste of time. Um, but it's almost like, um, and I mean this in a soft sense, because there are reasons to respect the works of John Waters aside from this. But it kind of reminds me of almost like a John Watersy thing, like just being like, this is straight up exploitation trash. Yeah, have fun. Yes, exactly. Yeah.
1: It's, um, like, I don't, I don't think this is accurate, but it's like, uh, I feel like it's a good, bad movie. Yeah. Like I get, you said it better than I could have. That's exactly how I should have said it. But yeah, it feels like, <laughs> it feels like a bad, wacky movie, but everything that's being done is being done on purpose. Yeah. So it's just fun to watch. Yeah. Um, which is like the exact opposite of the last one where it's like, this is not fun to watch and that's what's really good about it. It's really yeah. expertly done, and this is the same thing. It's like, let's just like take the same characters but make this movie uh, wacky 80s fun. And yeah. Whatever the commentary, like I said earlier, whatever the point of this movie is, I'm glad they did it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, I, just a little fun fact. the Halloween did this, but also the Texas Chainsaw Massacre uh, specifically tried to stay away from any gore. Okay. Because at the time there was only PG and R, and they were hoping that by not showing any gore, they'd be able to land a PG rating. That's so funny. <laughs> Which is especially funny because they gave it an X rating at the time, like an NC 17 or whatever. That's so funny. <laughs> yeah. Um, rating this thing is going to be very difficult. Yeah, I, I almost don't know. feel the inclination to put it in the same tier that I put um, uh, Pink Flamingos in, but it's definitely not as messed up as that. So perhaps I should just give it a normal rating. And if I'm to do that, I think I have to put it perhaps like, I, for some reason, B minus just keeps coming to mind. Yeah. Because I, That's like I said, I don't know, maybe even a little lower, like a C plus?
1: Yeah, but it feels like my, my thinking, but I was B- thinking minus. the same thing, but I was like, yeah, C seems kind of harsh. It does. Because, yeah, this movie's not great. It's not like groundbreaking or anything like that, but um, I enjoyed it. I had a good time. I think it's not boring. Yeah. Um it's just a lot of fun and it's wacky and i think yeah like we said earlier it's the perfect way to have made a sequel to the texas chainsaw massacre where it is not at all the same thing and there's no way you can judge the two against each other mm-hmm. um I, i'm gonna give it a b minus yeah
0: yeah i think it takes uh oh, i don't even know what you call it like guts like what a bold move i tell you that's it takes guts. It takes, yeah. guts. It gets, yeah. it
1: takes balls so it takes chutzpah <laughs> yeah
0: all right That's that, Mattress Man. If you need more soup, follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, or go to our website, eatingsoupalone.com. And until next time...